welcome to the Nutramedical Report for the 1st of February, 2008. I'm Dr. Bill Deagle, and our special guest is Alan Watt, who's on regularly, roughly every two weeks on the Nutramedical Report. He now has his own show over on Republic Broadcasting, and uh, Alan is one of the bright lights that sees through the matrix, that sees through the plans of the globalist. And like many that do see through them, they often, of course, get attempts by the globalists to recruit them. Uh, and this is a, a, you know, a sign that the system is very, very, it's, it's like the old man behind the curtain in the Wizard of Oz. Uh, the matrix is falling apart, and I'm certain that many of the people that are so-called globalists, millionaires, billionaires, or, quote, intellectuals, are getting very nervous about what's going on, the meltdown of the dollar that control chaos, and it's not uncontrolled. A lot of people think it's uncontrolled. They not only own all the money in the banks, they own the printing press to simply print new money. And they want to move to three regional currencies all locked to each other, the Amero for the dollarization of North and South America. Sixteen nations already use the U.S. dollar. Soon it'll be complete, North and South America. And they're going to do this very soon before now in 2010. It'll be complete. Uh, number two, the uh, uh, euro is in a sense a de facto secondary currency for all of Europe. And with the treaty that they're working on now, they're going to wipe out the other currencies in Europe. That's happening this year. And in the Asian currencies, because of the instability, they'll probably move in the next year as well. So by 2010, it appears to me that they'll have three regional world currencies, which fits in with the 1973 uh, Council on Foreign Relations, ten zones or kingdoms or treaties, zones, where they will turn the world into a feudalistic state under the control of global corporatocracy, uh, the scientific elite that will be using every means necessary to control, including sedation with fluoride, uh, scalar weapons, uh, biological controls through the new DNA uh, modification of people, I call it genetically modified people, as well as genetically modified food. Uh, it's all very evil, and if people don't see it, they're going to soon be victims. Welcome to the program, Alan. It's a pleasure to be on. Well, Alan, tell us your analysis. We have the primaries. We have the dollar meltdown. We've got really strange climate across the United States. They keep talking about global warming, and we couldn't have had a colder, more nasty winter so far in North America. Yeah. Uh, it's all so obscene. It's like uh, the 1984 movie where they, you know, they tell you you're seeing different numbers of fingers up. Yeah. Tell me what you see as the overall schema right now. And the only candidate who is not sold out, and this is said by Howard Dean, as I mentioned on several other programs, uh, to Jim Mars, uh, that is not sold out is, I call him President Ron Paul. And it's not just Ron Paul, a person. He stands for a revolution where uh, there's other people standing in the wings who need to get into state and, and other governments, but also not just in America. The same kind of trauma is occurring in Canada, where we have the ceases continuing to violate rights, people tasering all the time, uh, civil rights disappearing, not just in or here, but all around the world. These same principles apply everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're, you're seeing uh, the emergence of the totalitarian system that took many, many years to set up, and, and the preparation began a long time before 9-11 happened, this interlocking global society of the new masters, as you say, the the new feudal overlords, basically. And uh, this was even mentioned in movies back in the 70s, like Rollerball. I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah, Rollerball, yeah. And I remember, of course, uh, Road Warrior with Mel Gibson years ago. This is the kind of system they want to have where uh, everything goes down to the lottery and the Rollerball and a system where they keep people entertained with HDTV while they take away all their rights and their property. Yeah, and Rollerball, the, the, whole, the world was run by a global corporation. 
yes. interlocking corporations. And the whole point of the story was they, they rigged the game so that no individual could win because they wanted to end the whole idea and concept of individuality. Everybody had to be part of the system and a team player. Yeah. Oh, really? That's really that's disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. So, and, of course, this is the whole idea that they want to separate individuality. They also want to disconnect you from being part of a family. In fact, uh, you can see the early steps of this where they're trying to say that having children in, in Australia with a new prime minister, that, quote, baby emissions, like carbon emissions, are evil and a violation uh, against the world. Their plan eventually is to outlaw, quote, wild reproduction, and they are very successful in a number one nation for eliminating children with birth defects and Down syndrome is Canada, not uh, China, not Russia, Canada. And uh, this kind of eugenic policy is moving forward, not just in Canada, but it's getting worse in America, it's getting worse in Europe. But uh, this is a very grave risk with the newer testing technologies, with polar body exclusion technologies, with the new chimeric uh, genetic enhancement, of course, the kids in the future, uh, if we ever get there, will be suggesting to their parents, well, Johnny has their genetic enhancement or their brain interface chip. I want it too so I can get into the football team or I can do this or that or I can uh, get this special scholarship to university. But they've this already is... said that this is going to create a new class system yeah. of the enhanced ones versus the ordinary people. And that was even put out again in another movie called Gattaca. Ah, yes, yeah. I love that movie. And that really brought out the issues that they are predictively programmed and telling us in yes. advance what they want to do with us. And even all the run of movies, like I call it the Spider-Man generation, Spider-Man, the uh, Fantastic Four, all these movies are based on the idea that you're going to become enhanced somehow by radiation or genetic insertion or some event and become a Superman, the Ubermensch, which is no different than the ancient alchemy, because the alchemy wasn't, by the way, to transmute metals to gold. It was to transhumanity into gods. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, that's right. They used all these allegories from, from uh, bronze all the way up to gold, silver, gold. And it goes all the way back to Pythagoras, and they called him Golden Thigh, Pythagoras. And that was a, a symptom that he was perfected. And when he meant thigh, they actually meant the penis, meaning his progeny would be uh, ultra-intelligent uh, because they selected their own wives back then for intelligence and certain qualities. Right. No different than the day. So eugenics program ongoing. So, uh, so yeah, they've, they've conned the public, the, the, the science is here to help them, and yet those in charge of the big sciences who have the, the money bags and they finance the sciences, um, they've already decided which way the world is going, and they've decided there's just too many of us, we're, we're obsolete, there's too many, and they don't need us all to serve them in a new age where they can have enhanced mutant types. The first part of a mutant, remember, is mutt, you know. And so ah, you can be yeah, a like if you want, or an ant, but personally I don't want to be uh, either. Well, and of course their idea, and this goes back to the Cold Springs Harbor Plan, Davenport, over 100 years ago. The plan goes back to Galton. Uh, the idea of separating into a subspecies by dumbing us down, filling us with toxins, depleting the soil of iodine to cause cretinism, increasing fluoridation to sedate us and destroy our DNA. Now genetic modified frankenfoods are going to have countervailing tariffs that you can't stop these. Seven of nine previously banned pesticides will be forced into our food supply. Radio Radiating our meat so it releases benzene and causes addicts of the DNA and the proteins and peroxidation of fatty acids. All of these so damaging to the biology that 
uh, people like Dr. Rima Lebo and Scott Tips uh, that are literally fighting the Codex in Vienna uh, have stated in their panels of experts that it will cause the death of 2 billion within 5 years from death into, from serious disease and the death of a billion by starvation because these will cause massive malnutrition and disnutrition of the population. In other words, billions to kill and so much behind time. Yeah, and when you see the big shots at the top, like Lady Rothschild uh, and her husband taking over large chunks of India for massive corporate farming, when the big bankers are now moving into owning the food supply as well, then you know, you know that they're not going to give you good vegetables, uh, they'll give you very good, placid, obedient uh, subjects. Yeah, and, that, and the other thing is, I read a report that of a hundred, of somewhere around 200 million uh, subsistence farmers that are, use heritage seeds in India, the big agribusiness came into India to talk to the Indian government. Said we only need two million farmers with our advanced farming technologies and GMO seeds. And uh, they said, well, what do we do with the remaining 198 million? And and uh, the agribusiness said, well, that's your problem, not ours. And that's so right. Yeah. And they put a massive advertising campaign over television in India, sponsored by the West, Monsanto and so on, where they aimed it at the female, telling her she wouldn't have to run picking up all these insects off the plants because these new pesticides could be dumped on the modified uh, food without oh destroying boy. it. Yeah. It's so evil, it's so manipulative, uh, and as they say, the killing fields are being prepared. Psychologically first, the matrix, and then soft kill, and then the hard kill. We'll be back in just a moment with Alan Watts. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report, and to give you an idea of the kinds of guests that we have coming up that will fit in perfectly with the tremendous analysis of Alan Watt, on Monday we're going to have Dr. Mike Kaufman talking about the uh, globalist plans as a uh, geophysiologist, talking about the this distribution of land, the plan by uh, the Rio conference back in the early 90s, the plan by the United Nations to control population, and they've considered the population bomb, the most serious challenge uh, in terms of global security uh, in the world. And this is words of Kissinger going back to the NSSM document in 1974. We have Lindsay Williams on Tuesday talking about the global oil scam and the price of oil now driving us toward a technical famine. Uh, Will Thomas with military intelligence information from the Gulf and the danger of a possible Iranian-U.S. war proxy war, and Webster Griffin Tarpley and his analysis of what's going on on Thursday from the Super Tuesday fallout, and Dr. Ridenauer on Friday next week talking about the coming avian pandemic. And if you look at Bangladesh and India, this is gathering tremendous speed now. It's endemic in many amphibians and even crocodiles. It's now in the wild animals. It's on all continents and birds, and we're seeing massive bird die-off literally around the world all by design, including the production of these race-specific bioweapons that are so specific now they can take out people from different, even tribes, even subgroups within, say, African nations or elsewhere in Asia. This is very dangerous and a deadly time because we're moving toward a cataclysm of galactic and cosmic proportions. Your analysis, Alan. And there's no doubt. Uh, it sounds uh, so far-fetched that this person who watches at 6 o'clock news but in reality, these characters have been writing about it from the top, very, very uh, aristocratic types publishing books about this for the last hundred years or more on what they have to do to bring the world under a more sustainable agenda. 
and by that they go into the definitions of what they claim is sustainability and they're talking about really uh, how many people do they need left to serve them and, and to leave more on the planet for their own offspring in the far distant future to exist on. We are in the way, we're consuming too much and uh, so if a dilemma they said the only way they could stop us from reproducing was to have us all working male and female and having us reward ourselves with little trinkets from China and we wouldn't have so many children and that's true enough it's a financial uh, disincentive now to have children because of the cost factor but by the same token we're consuming what they claim are all the natural resources to keep ourselves happy so now they've decided to simply start wiping us out yeah, and actually people think that this is far-fetched, and that's one of the problems. Henry Kissinger himself said the small secrets we hide, the big ones we don't. Yes. And so they think, well, Alan Watt and Deagle must be crazy, because what they say sounds crazy, even if it's supported by evidence, even public documents by the United Nations, or these global population groups like the World Watch Institute, they think that we're crazy. What we do is we actually read. And that's why we talk about in this program we are the real news, not the snooze. And your books, by the way, your three series part books are really important because when people see Beyond the Matrix, they see the method and the methodology of the dialectics and predictive programming. Then they're going to start seeing that every, and I'm saying this every, I happen to be a believer, but every public religion has, in a sense, its roots and its control is satanic. Now, people might find that offensive, but... Get you know, get a life. The fact is that uh, I remember the words of Gandhi. He said, "You know, Christianity is such a wonderful religion. I wish I could meet one." Uh, you know, it's the same. We can apply the same thing to every other group because everyone has taken good philosophy and good ideas and a good relation with their own Creator, and they perverted it. The same with our political systems. Now look at the two sides of the belly of the snake with the U.S. primaries. All these people sold out to globalists when the very idea of globalism is anathema to the idea of national sovereignty and they want to get rid of all the walls all the national boundaries so that they have a total feudal state and regionalized currencies and we have these people violating the Logan Act doing all kinds of criminal activity that should get them in prison like Governor Perry of Texas and yet why are they not indicted why do we not have indictments or heads rolling for 9-11 and they if you say that when building 7 fell without being struck by anything you must be crazy well, I don't believe the laws of physics were suspended the same way as I don't believe when exit polls said that Ron Paul should have won in many places or should have been in the debates. You just have to have common sense. But they think that if we have common sense, we have some form of, of a mental illness. And this is the, the head of the uh, Republican division within the Senate has actually said this. One of the senior executives of Health One Columbia uh, literally said this, Bill Frist. This is how crazy it's getting. It's so crazy they call black, white, and white, black, and say that you're crazy if you don't agree with them. Yeah, we're, we're literally living in a, it's a scientific age of propaganda, scientific propaganda with a population who've been reared in it. And the, the public cannot tell fact from fiction anymore. Uh, the, even the news, what they get for news, is interspersed with the most bizarre advertising, uh, trivia, about Hollywood stars, sports, little snippets of war and bodies, all mixed together until it becomes surrealistic, and they're mind-bombed. They're completely mind-bombed. 
And when you have a mind-bombed population, you can literally rush ahead with this, this agenda because they're unable to pick out the fact from fantasy. You know, the amazing thing about the way you analyze it, Alan, is that you see it right through this dark glass, and you call it exactly what it is. Uh, what's so disturbing about this is that uh, I'm finding the general level of consciousness decreasing, although there's a number of individuals waking up. And one of the interesting phenomena is alternative broadcasting, which is why they brought out H.R. 1955, and now I have before the Senate, S Senate Bill 1959, the uh, Domestic uh, Incitement uh, Terrorism Prevention Act, this idea that if you raise questions over 9-11, you are a terrorist. If you, if you oppose the government or you have an alternate opinion, you're a terrorist. If you're an environmentalist, you're a terrorist. In fact, the definition is so broad, if you're disagreeable, you must be a terrorist. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, they started this terminology that they took from the Soviet Union when they joined us, because that was the whole purpose of the Soviet and the capitalist system, was to, to eventually join the two of them. And they started to put out in the media back in the, in the early 90s the term anti-government. That was right from the Soviet term, which meant that anyone who complained about any policy uh, was now anti-government, you see? Yeah. Which technically means that every opposition party is anti-government, so we should play the same game back at them. Yeah, that, until they arrest uh, everyone else in, in the Congress who disagrees with the, the reigning party. Well, you become an insurgent. In other words, if let's say our country was invaded and we were trying to stop the invaders, we would be called the insurgent Americans or Canadians or Brits or Aussies. That's right. Yeah, so you're an insurgent if you actually oppose invasion, and in fact they raise the specter that if Iran tries to prevent the bombing of the Bashir reactor, which will spread radiation around the world and destroy the biology of the northern hemisphere, mm -hmm. uh, you're an insurgent. If you try to prevent an invasion, you're an insurgent. Yeah. Uh, and this is, and it has never been an advanced first world nation in modern history that's ever invaded a country and won a war of attrition, a war of invasion. It never has occurred. And then trying to invade Afghanistan is even more foolish the Pashtun is the remains of the army of Genghis Khan, the only army in history that has never been defeated. Mm -hmm. And that was also the home of, of the assassins initially, although they spread out from there. And those people are tribesmen who they, they, they took on the Soviet Union and were not defeated. I know. <laughs> That's why I think it's so crazy. It's like throwing meat into a meat grinder, thinking you're going to win in the mountains of Afghanistan. It is very crazy. We will be back in uh, just a couple moments with Alan Watt. Your questions for Alan or myself, 866-582-9933. We'll be back in a moment with analysis of what's really going on through the Matrix. News, politics, sports, cars, home improvement, health, and everything in between. We've got you covered. You're listening to the GCN Radio Network. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. I was just looking at an article, Alan, on the defense of the RFID chips literally dated today in MedGadget. And I posted up the link today. Usually I put up about 24 different top articles and 65 pages today of a Word document, Google linked, and blue for extreme importance and yellow for warning alert. Uh, this article is it's amazing how they're trying to, to sensitize people to the idea that this is good for you this is wonderful the Panopticon total database which will increase identity theft increase uh, the loss of privacy increase the, the, the impoverishment of the population 
Tell us what you see coming with the internal passport mid-April, 17 states trying to fight against this, uh, this violation of rights and also an unfunded mandate that forces the states to take out of their coffers to pay for it. Uh, what do you think of this issue? It's true. It's all for total control of each and every individual to bring in this utopia. Totalitarian governments have always had the problem with individuals. They don't care about the masses of the public who generally trot along with every agenda. It's the occasional individual who gives it an idea that catches on. And so for safety, from their point of view, they must have a predictable world where everyone in it is totally predictable. And it can only be done through chipping them. And that's why this massive mandate is on to have everyone chipped. And it's not just stop there. It's a step-by-step -step acceptance all the way to having an inserted chip in your body where you're tracked and monitored everywhere you go. They have these chips. It's been published in the newspaper. Uh, there's a motion being put in through the British Parliament to, to chip prisoners and insert a chip which is trackable by satellites. Yeah, and, these, and people need to know that the chip technology is not going to track it at 120 centimeters or 6 inches or whatever. Their eventual plan is to have these chips tracked. And I actually saw the information at the Global Chipset Analysis at the uh, GPS Center, which is in Colorado Springs at Fal Falcon Air Force Base, Falcon, Colorado. It's called Schriever Air Force Base. And that ch Global Chipset is down to 0, 0.0. Five zero five microwatts of power is necessary, and they can boost it with the cell phone towers, with lower orbit satellites like the LEO satellites, with sensors and doors, false yeah. cell towers. Their plan is to eventually make the cities completely uh, uh, part of the uh, matrix, and eventually have it so that even if you're outdoors in some relatively remote area, they can track and scatter and grab your your chip identification and and, and literally triangulate down to one cubic meter exactly where you are anywhere on the planet up to 400 meters below ground with sensors in underground facilities inside buildings all feeding back to a uh, to a literally cybernetic world model uh, called the sentient world project and I was actually took care of the employees they didn't know at first what they were doing and eventually after several years the employees broke down and told me in great detail how they had actually been surveying from space with military grade GPS satellites and surveillance visualization down to a tolerance of less than a centimeter buildings roadways everywhere on the whole planet so they have a three-dimensional cybernetic model in this new quantum array supercomputer that's using quantum computing which if people don't know what quanta are this is a, a new type of calculation that is hundreds of trillions of times faster than regular computers, and they do exist. The gallium arsenide supercomputer is 100,000 times faster than a Cray 4, which is still classified, and they have giant cubes of these underground at Falcon and other centers in, in Whitehall, England, over in Jakarta, around the world, all interlocked with satellite based and under the ground high-speed, not only regular fiber optic, but uh, infrared and ultraviolet fiber optic, uh, high-speed multiplex signal uh, platform. So they're ready with a total global matrix for the whole planet. Well, it's, it's, it's pretty well here already. It's just a, a, everything that happens now is really a, a form of condition the public to accept step by step, as I say, the whole way to into this horror show, this new hell that they've set up for uh, our supposed safety. But jumping back to, to this thing to do with terrorism and the definition of terrorism, Kissinger was asked to define what he meant by terrorism. <laughs> uh, I think it was at the Bali meeting not long ago. And he said what you call terrorism, uh, we call, uh, it says we'd be referring to those groups uh, in the United States and elsewhere who are opposed to globalization. That's what terrorism 
terrorism is nowadays. Well, well, at least he was being honest. Uh, yes. And that, that's the thing is you have to, to hand it to uh, Kissinger. He hasn't hidden what his agenda is, but people find it so hard to believe that yeah. they stand there stymied, almost like the paralyzed sheep right in front of the uh, wolf or the lion. Mm -hmm. uh, and we aren't paralyzed sheep. We, we need to wake up or you're going to be a victim. And this is not just going to be, oh, well, we have some bizarre kind of ghoulish ideas to try to, f to frighten you. We give you solutions. In fact, this is like flushing parasites. The parasitic system couldn't exist a matter of days or weeks without us being agreeable to it. And if we decided not to do it, a good example was back in January of 2003 when Tommy Thompson told all the doctors in America that they're going to have to take the new... Uh, the, the new vaccine against smallpox and we went back and researched and said damn 6,000 of us based on our calculations would have got vaccinia totalis which is a virus spreading over our entire body or die out of about 900,000 doctors in America we said to heck with this and I called up the health department and said well you might as well send the truck down because I'm not taking the damn shot and guess what all the other doctors did too I talked to all my colleagues and they just freaked right out they said we're not going to do this and that, that's what has to happen, whether it's the national ID or uh, everything else, the security and prosperity partnership, they call it. It should be called the insecurity and no prosperity. Uh, Domination and total feudal state will have feudal lords with their electronic boot on our necks all, all day long. It truly is. We're going into a hell, and I mean a total hell, where it will be just like hell. Uh, they're even set, they've set up this whole virtual reality uh, system and now they're going into the next phase to interface the human brain with the computer so most people can escape. As things get tough and stressful for the majority of the public, they're encouraging them to go into a virtual reality, a true matrix system where you're, you're, you'll forget that someone else designed the program, you won't be in charge of it. And you, you'll live in this little fantasy world and basically they can reprogram your, your, the rest of your brain to do physical work and you'll be unaware of what you're even doing as you live in your fantasy world. Yeah, it's a stepwise process, too, because HDTV can not only insert into the rapid sequence change in images in so many pixels, it can actually insert yeah. you know, under the consciousness of sensor band information ideas and, and phenomes uh, of these ideas uh, that you may even not be aware in your conscious level. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about how you see us moving in these technologies, because not only the education system is becoming what I call anti-knowledge, mm -hmm. anti-wisdom, uh, like anti-matter, but our entertainment systems are, are literally slowly modulating and, mm -hmm. and reprogramming us by, by very strange programs, mm -hmm. entertainment, um, changing the culture, changing our identity, changes our connectedness with each other and the environment, and making us feel like we're knowledgeable and wise, like things like the carbonoxies uh, trying to tell us that it's terrible to have children, it's a violation of the planet. Mm -hmm. They're gradually molding the population like a lump of clay. Rather than the population learning how to do critical thinking, they're actually making it almost a, uh, an unacceptable uh, thing to actually be a critical thinker and ask good questions. Actually, that's probably another definition of being a terrorist, if you actually can uh, think critically for yourself, analyze problems, and come up with sensible solutions, uh, and also point the finger to the causes, uh, because... Uh, we're, we are uh, having an impact on the public, and they don't like that for sure. They knew they'd go through this phase that some people would speak out, and uh, that they're trying to uh, do overdose time now with the regular media to combat it. I noticed even uh, with all the, the stuff about uh, Mercury coming out, even uh, a, a series on television in Hollywood was quashed by the big companies 
because it was it was talking about the effects, the possible effects of mercury thimerosal in the vaccine causing autism, and that was pulled. They were told not to air it to the public. There'd be lawsuits and all the rest of it. And now, of course, the big companies are coming out with counter propaganda campaigns to convince the public that that mercury has no effects whatsoever on actually, the body. Actually, it's a, actually it's called vitamin M, and they're going to actually start packaging. Get your vitamin M. Yes. It's nothing like a neurological chemical heavy metal toxin lobotomy. Mm -hmm. You'll feel great afterwards. Yeah, they can convince the public, again, through experts. So that's what Bertrand Russell said. We shall train them that they cannot think or do anything without the opinion of an expert. And they supply the experts on, on regular media who are yeah. paid prostitutes. Yeah, I, I think we should have a burning, not of books, but of the white coats of all the so-called experts, shouldn't we? And their degrees, and their degrees. And, and their, their degrees, yeah. Their, their, their degrees of lying. We will be back in a moment with Alan Watts. Stay tuned. Your questions, 866-582-9933. Listening to GCN, the Genesis Communications Radio Network. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report, and we have, of course, the uh, conferences from last year in Vancouver, 9/11 Truth, the Seven Steps to Wellness and Anti-Aging in a Toxic World. The Depleted Uranium Conference, as well as the information of proof that there is nukes in the World Trade Center and the destruction, which was a controlled demolition. Anybody has to look at that. It's obvious. But they're planning new 9-11s. In fact, I have some new documents. I'll have a, a special show special next week about Urban Shield, new, a Crystal City urban transport study developed by Homeland Security, the dispersion study around the Pentagon of uh, SF-6, released in the vicinity of the Pentagon with wind analysis. All this planned and plotted out, just like they made the live games go, uh, go live to actually cause 9-11 to happen and neutralize the intelligence and the military. At the same time, they did this in the 7-7 bombings. It was just amazing that Verant Corporation were doing simulations at the same stations at the same time. There weren't bombs in little backpacks. There were bombs under the carriages of these that were military-grade munitions. Uh, this is not a conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy fact. It's a fact based on science, analysis, and inductive logic, and we still have our common sense because we don't drink fluoridated water or eat the toxic foods and will not take the shots if necessary with any means necessary to say no does mean no. And if you don't listen to us, don't heed this warning, don't drink the GMO food, don't drink the fluoridated water, and don't take the shots, and don't believe their lies about getting into panopticon you're not going to be safe you're going to be prepared for the hard kill to come down the road alan um this is pretty amazing isn't it all these war game simulations this latest one documents i just got the other day it's going to be planned for the uh you know for the very near future uh this test around the pentagon uh they're ready for something soon this year aren't they Oh, I'm sure the God is. Uh, they have to have something real to point to to, say, to justify all the things they've done so far and what they want to bring in even more security. They have to pull something off to try and, and justify it. Right now, is, there's too much crying wolf and nothing happening, so they've got to do something. Yeah, and they, they always seem to go to war. I mean, uh, you can either cut checks to the public, and they already are doing it in a sense by putting in $145 billion, which is a drop in the bucket, and it's not really stopping it. That's why in 18 
eight days. It dropped again yesterday, another half percent basis points uh, in the Fed rate. But this is going to not stop the plummeting and freefall of the dollar. It's not going to stop the uh, in the increase in the cost of commodities for people in North America, and it's not going to stop the engine of America's economy literally drying right up. It's all part of the plan to blow the dollar, take away the middle class, and become a feudal serf class, which is what they want. It's even more than that. You see, this isn't just spontaneous or, or guys sitting in a think tank uh, planning things by the day and it happening tomorrow. Right. It takes years to, to work out. And right after 9-11, the day after it was, I think it was Cheney Rumsfeld said on national television, he said this is going to be a hundred years war. Yeah, exactly. A hundred years. Now, a hundred years war, he meant a total war on everything, not just the, the world, but every person on the planet to bring in the new society that they've dreamed of for, for hundreds of years and planned and schemed for, the new society of a controlled uh, population, um, a perfected population. They claim in ancient times that everything was made imperfect, uh, and therefore their job is to perfect all that was left imperfect. That includes us. We're, we're not too efficient as, as servants. We have minds. We can complain about things, and they don't want that with the new type, Adam Mark II or three or whatever it happens to be. They want to make a, a more perfected slave that doesn't cause them any trouble, pretty much like the Borg. So this, if it takes 100 years, and this is what they've figured out generation by generation, and we, we adapt so quickly to changes, you see. The youngsters growing up now, uh, after 9-11 are getting on and they're getting older and in a few years they'll be joining the military and they've been born into a, a military society that's never known freedom. We've always been at war. That's what they'll think. Well, we have been at war. In fact, it's an undeclared war. The 1991 yeah. first Gulf War never really was, uh, was either declared properly through Congress or over. We now see the integration of the so-called NATO nations into this globalist world force. And they won't call it what it is, but it really is a new rapid reactionary force. They want to eventually have an eco-police with world powers and a world tax with a carbonazi tax against air flight and against the wellhead. So they're, they're moving step by step toward global taxes to have environmental uh, connections to carbon. And they want to move to a world police force world courts, etc., so that they can seize you in your country if you violate any of their rules worldwide and suspend your own autonomy in your own country. Yes, and all of that eventually, in a hundred years, they want a society that won't even need a paycheck of any kind, will be born and raised uh, to fulfill a role and specifically designed, an ideal design uh, for our task at hand. That's what they're talking about, too. And, and they declared war on the public back in the 1700s, some of these groups that all got together. Uh, and you'll notice, too, even with the, the big Yale boys, they have a place called the War Room. And they say, what war is that? It's a war of the intelligentsia on the planet, the so-called illumined ones. I, I always think of the first shot of this war going back and forth was the Black Plague because there was such a shortage of workers that they could start demanding wages. And the rise of the unions and the rise of the so-called uh, worker class and the various guilds, yeah. uh, and that's why, of course, Masons had to invade and, and, and get into the guilds, and that's why they became called Masons because, in fact, they started to have such power, individual yeah. wealth, that they started 
start to challenge the, 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 quote, landed class because according to the Magna Carta, only those who were humans or serpent men they had the right to own property. The slave class should not have property because they knew there was a danger if there was a real middle class or a gilded class. That's why they invaded and took over the so-called Masonic orders, which were originally stonemasons and other builders that had the guilds that rose up out of the black desk because of the shortage of workers. That's right. Uh, they actually tried to pass laws to make everyone uh, work for free as they had before, and it wouldn't work. <laughs> so they had to give them a, a paychecks or, or at least a few, a few coins. And, uh, and sure enough, the guildsmen became very, very powerful. And because of their power and the wealth they were bringing in, um, uh, the king occasionally had to order them to stop. And this happened in London with the, fish, the Fisheries Guild. Uh, they were putting their prices up and fixing and rigging their prices amongst each other across the whole of London. They went out of sight and the public were starving. <laughs> so they had to step in once in a while because of these particular uh, Masonic type societies. Isn't that amazing? And it's, uh, you know, we have to see this. This is what caused the storming of the Bastille and the pulling out of the, of the guillotines. Uh, this is, and I see the counter reaction against the, it's now just the, it's the same groups of people. It's uh, Igor, or Al Gore, I call him, is uh, directly bloodlined uh, Romanov connected. His uh, daughter is married to the grandson of Adam Schiff. Yeah, people need to start kind of putting these connections together to say, these look like the same people. In fact, if you go over to look at the statue of Nero over in Italy, what you understand is you actually look at him and say, my gosh, how did Bill Clinton become Nero? Mm -hmm. Because they look the same because they're quote, the same bloodlines. Well, right down through the ages, that, that, people don't realize that it still goes on. I mean, they, they see it in newspapers. Burke's Peerage publishes a lot of this stuff for the royalty. And the, the royalty still, even with Prince Charles, they, 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 they picked Diana for her genetic background and no other, nothing else. Right. You know, the thing is amazing is uh, I found this out that, that uh, they draw three tubes of blood when children are born in the last 36 years. Mm -hmm. And one of those tubes goes to a genetic uh, vault in Pine Gap, Australia. And they've now had with the DNA biochip from Affymetrics and Argonne National Labs in Chicago and the Human Genome Project, they can actually tell every individual from everyone else on Earth. And they actually have got genetic what's called cartography where they can actually map out people's genes uh, right down through so they can look at well not their just their birth records and so on but they have all these records to go back and they're mining through all these records to track and control even set up race specific bioweapons to call the population like trimming a tree uh, if you're a gardener they literally are doing this and they hire evil geniuses I call them the devil's brainiacs uh, in order to do this Yes, they are. that's the problem. Uh, the, the psychopaths are not just inbred at the top. We have the spontaneous ones breaking out in the lower ranks as well. Right. And, and they go to work for the big boys, and they enjoy their work. In fact, some of them are so fascinated at their, their gaulish-type projects. It's, it's, it's just incredible. It would put Mengele to shame what these guys actually do for a living, and they enjoy it. They enjoy dissecting things and cutting things up. and and finding out how to manipulate everything that, that lives. Well, they're told basically there's no end to the budget, no end to the power, no end to the perks, and you'll be receiving all of the life extension and age extension uh, technologies, all the brain enhancement, and you'll have a, a wonderful, glorious future. Well, guess what, guys? You've received a lie, and the lie is you're going to receive the soft kill and the hard kill as well when you're no longer used and replaced as a Model T for the new Ubermensch that's coming.
Uh, Alan, thank you for coming on the program. You are just such a great analysis. Of course, your books are available at CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. That's CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. We have links directly on our websites, Neutral Medical and Clay and Iron. We'll have you back on soon, probably within the next couple of weeks, because your material and your analysis is so incisive. You cut through the matrix every week. <laughs> Take care, and your program is over on Republic Broadcasting. We'll be back on Sunday evening, 8 to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time. <laughs>